0: Hello, it's Anthony, and welcome to Screw It, where you can screw it, screw it, or screw it. The lifestyle podcast where we can think about how we can make our lives better and be a little bit badass, to be fair. And it is the first episode. Hello, and oh my goodness, I am excited, I'm nervous, and it's just, it's happening, we're doing it. And as Julie Andrews once said to me, let's start at the very beginning, a very good place to start. Yep, gay, whatever. And this is the mini screw. mini screw is... A chance to catch up, chance to update, chance to tell you a little bit more about what's happening, but also think about something maybe a little bit positive, a little bit negative, whether we like it, whether we don't like it. So, mini screw. Can I just say, when I posted that I was going to do a podcast, I posted a photo saying what do you think I'm going to do? The amount of you guys who said ASMR was quite flattering to be fair Um, and I had crossed my mind a little bit but I was so focused on the podcast that I was quite surprised to see so many people were like ASMR ASMR and I said to my friends I've got a microphone they were like can we do ASMR can we try it? I was like oh gosh people are into this this is a thing and I was like, right, I'm going to do a little bit of research on this and find out a little bit more information. So, to start off, ASMR stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Please let me know if I'm not. And... The, def- the the sorry the dictionary definition is a calming, pleasurable feeling often accompanied by a tingling sensation. And as I did a little bit of research, loads of people have different triggers. So there's not just one thing. Now, most people are obviously whispering like this, but there is just so many different types. So I get on YouTube and there's Hogwarts ASMR. So you're in the dormitory, there's a fire going and there's books flying around. And I was watching it going... Mmm, okay. I actually quite like the visuals of it. It was quite nice just to watch. And then I had a little bit more. There was people with, like, noodles crunching noodles tapping off their um fingernails i just thought hey you could have a whole house of this imagine an asmr house you've got your noodles you've got your nails you're getting a, ma- a manicure in your house um you've got the fire going <laughs> books offline you know but they were saying that asmr is all around us there was even lawnmowers so like in your garden you've got the lawnmower going that can potentially be a trigger like insane and also things like watching beauty um, tutorials. That's also ASMR. Also playing video games. There's, there's a channel dedicated for Fortnite for ASMR. There's actually such a thing called roleplay ASMR and it's like watching really bad acting porn and there's stuff like in the hairdressers, on a train, on a flight. It's like would you like a drink with your sandwich? mental, like not my thing at all. Um, But actually, you know, in all this, I actually did a bit of research on the benefits. It it says that it can reduce stress and it can reduce anxiety um, and it can make you feel really relaxed. And actually, they're doing. They're still doing a lot of research on it, and they're saying that in the future they could potentially prescribe it. The doctors could prescribe prescribe it. So I thought, wow, well, well, hey, yeah, let's get on this ASMR if it's going to have positive effects. So that's that's a good little mini screw, and they're actually trying to um, get rid of the stigma of it being sexual, because actually it's more about the sensation and the calming and the relaxing. And then, as I did a bit more research, it said brain orgasm, and I totally lost it. Was like, nope, I've gone. <laughs> but then again, who doesn't like an orgasm? So, we're, we're, there we go, we're at it. <laughs> but it did get me laughing, and that laugh, laughing is the best medicine sometimes. And do you know what it is? I get onto this guy, and he had an orange, and he was tapping away at the orange, and then he said, Aren't you ready? I was gone. <laughs> oh my god! And then he went. Vitamin D. I, 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 a woman, you're trying to get rid of the sexual innuendos, and there they are. There they are. <laughs> um... Bear in mind, an orange is vitamin C, not vitamin D. So I was like, mm, okay, okay. But, well, if anything, ASMR gave me a nice little laugh. And laughing is a great medicine. I was just creased. Um, but I, I I need to find my trigger. i tell you what, actually. I did see one, which was um, someone stroking someone's hair. Ooh, and that did give me a little bit of a, ooh. Ooh, do you know that? that I, I say I quite like hair stroking. So... For my mini screw of ASMR, that is a win. We like ASMR and I recommend try and find your trigger. What is your trigger? And I'm going to spend the next few weeks just maybe having a little delve into it. Now that it comes up on my YouTube recommended, I maybe click it and go, Ooh, that's a nice one. Ooh, ooh. And maybe we'll get more tingling feelings. (laughs) So there we go. That's the mini screw. Now, it was going so well until upstairs decided to do some construction work. It was like the devil had come upon us, and I couldn't believe it. I was like, no, not in this first episode, please, no. And it is now a totally different day, and I'm at a totally different location. I am currently in my classroom. Um, everybody's gone home, just finished the teaching for the day, so it should be nice and quiet. But you might hear the school bell at some point. So if you hear any little music in the background, it's the school bell. Or you might hear some people maybe walking by. Maybe some kids probably going to knock on my window as they do. (laughs) Honestly, the way I'm sitting, right, I have two windows and the kids like to peek in. And it feels like I'm a zoo animal. (laughs) They're always doing it. And depending on how I feel either way, if I go, no, (laughs) just stare at them You go, go away, <laughs> because sometimes it is distracting, it is quite busy. But hey-ho, that's school life for you, so let's now move on and let's get on to what we're going to call the big screw, and that's going to be the main topic of the podcast. Um, I feel like I need some sort of, like, jingle, like, you know, big screw, big oh, no, 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 that's too far, too far, <laughs> um, we'll think about that. Um, I'm just new, you know, so we're still working this out. But here we are and we are going to get onto the big screw. And I know some of you, uh, a lot of you are coming to China and I just want to give you a little brief thing of what it's like here for social media. And social media here is banned. So you can't access Instagram, you can't access YouTube, you can't access any Western ones basically, but China have their own social medias. They have Weibo, Weibo, sorry. Um, They have WeChat moments. They have their own which is all controlled by the government because they want to censor a lot of the information from social media on the western platforms so what we do is we use what's called a vpn which makes our computer i think it's in a different country and therefore while i'm here you can get on all the social media and a lot of chinese people still use vpns if they can get them but there is a lot of people who don't here in china people are so addicted to their phones Massively, literally everywhere you go, people are hand in face with phone in hand and that light shining on the face. Whether they are on on the metro, whether they're walking to the metro, whether they're on an escalator, whether they're in a lift, whether they're in the classroom at work while they're serving people, they are always on their phones. Um, And I guess the phones here are a massive input into the economy because. We can pay by our phones here and it's not like Apple Pay, it's WeChat Pay where we could scan everything and there is literally hardly any cash. No one carries cash around. I think this will be the first country that goes completely cashless because everything is done digitally. And I think this country here is they've gone from being poor to having nothing to going so rich so quickly that they are literally making the most of this technology, and they are literally delving right into it, and with that comes a lot of social media addiction, and actually, for China's sake, I had a little look, and there is actually some internet addiction camps here, which is quite scary, and some of them are a bit controversial, I've got to say, but um, it was saying how that is like a last straw for a lot of lot of people here, it is a big thing, and I didn't realise that, but it is, there is actually internet addiction Um camps here. So that's a little bit of China. Let me just say, the reason I'm talking about this now, social media, is because I did... Because? Because? What was that kind of word? Because? Do you know what it is? I had an RE teacher who used to say, because, because... Ew, we used to die laughing. Anyone from Wilfie's, you'll know. Sorry, flashback. we we'll are going on a tangent here. Um, but I did an experiment called... What did I, I can't even bloody remember. No, I did an experiment called I Quit Social Media for 31 Days. And in that time, I learned so much about social media and how it affects me and how it can affect a lot of people out there. It's a big thing, actually. And in this time, we are talking a lot more about self-care, self-love and all that. So I think it's kind of perfect to sort of talk about this, especially because we got like mental health and all that. Um, yeah, so, social media, um, how many times, i tell you what you could do a drinking game out like of this. Every time I say social media, take a shot. <laughs> um, but, and all seriousness, no. How it started was I was really looking into minimalism. I found this guy called Matt Diavella on YouTube very popular, and he's a very talented filmmaker, but he is a minimalist. And you probably think minimalism is about having less and less and less, but actually it's more about how do the things you have or do add value to your life. And there's many different um, factors, very different ways, many different paths of minimalism. But the way I definitely interpreted it was, do these things add value to my life? And I questioned that a lot and was really, it really resonated. And one thing was social media. And it was looking at like, how to reach your goals in life and how to you know do the things you want to do and what i realized is that social media was in the way of a lot of my goals in thinking about this minimalism and i was looking at it thinking you know, what does social media mean to me and what am i achieving and i thought you know what it is um, i need to find out what i want to do in my life what My identity actually is. What do I do? What do I um, do in order to get to certain goals? And I realised social media was getting in the way, which questioned this idea of maybe I'm addicted. I decided, right, let's just do this. Let's just get off it. I honestly thought that I was going to be like, oh, my God, what do I do? Uh, I need to go on it. I want to check it. And bizarrely, I didn't. And my life just felt so normal, so normal, no pressures of having to post things when I was out or any of that. So when I looked into a lot of the research, what was interesting was this fact that social media gives you a lot of endorphins. And there was a guy called Dr. Carl Newport who did a TED talk, and I watched him, who compared social media to a casino slot machine the likes the comments that you get you post something you want the likes you want the comments and it's a thrill and it's just like being at the casino and you have this thrill and then what happens is that you end up disappointed when you don't get what you wanted so you might get less likes or less comments than you thought and you just get this crash that actually happens and that isn't healthy and then i went to Macau recently actually and um, I was I bet eighty pound basically. I had a hundred pound budget to gamble. I bet eighty pound, lost it all. And actually, the only people who win are the social media platforms. It's like casinos. The only people who win are casinos. The only people who win are social media platforms. So they are winning and they are playing on your addiction. Any likes you have, they, anyone who's got the most likes, they send them onto the Facebook pages. They are making you log on. They're giving you their endorphin rushes so then they can have more minutes more time to have more advertising for them to make more money however all is not lost because there is no doubt that you can win if you play it right so you uh, want to set up a business, social media is great for that. You want to do a social movement to protect the environment, social media can be great for that to get your message out. Social media is great to connect with friends and family. Social media is great to get inspiration, to get work, um, to get jobs. Social media is great to create some art. There is so many good things to social media. And this is what I mean when I say you should be using social media as a tool to reach your goals otherwise you end up on this path of an algorithm of addiction of endorphins that are just not healthy so for me personally my goals at the moment are i need to learn chinese so i've sort of fallen lots of chinese accounts also friends and family i want to spend more time with them in this experiment i do want to say that I still had Facebook Messenger, and I was messaging my friends a lot more in those 30 days. And that connection was so more, um, was so much more than just a like instead of a comment. I was actually having to physically message them. And I then, at the end of the 30 days, I saw the, f- the top people who I was speaking to and thought, you know what it is? I'll fucking love you guys. And don't get us wrong, I still interact with many other people in different kind of ways but it really highlighted who I am social with in real life and making that reflect my social media life rather than having this fake life on my phone because I'll be the first person to tell you how fake my Instagram is so over the years of doing hashtags doing follow for followers and pick for pics and all that at a young age I have built up 1077 followers now that Seems like a lot for people for sure It's a lot than more people I'd hate to think people are seeing that number And thinking that they'd be competitive And it's potentially affecting their self-esteem When really it's completely fake because I get an average of about 40 likes on a photo, which is, again, more than most people, but it doesn't reflect 1,077. Also, on my Insta stories, I get about 100 views. Again, it doesn't reflect the 1,078 people, and it is completely fake, so I'd hate to think people are looking at that number and thinking, oh, Anthony's got more followers than me and actually affecting their self-esteem when I'm telling you it is fake, completely and utterly fake. So, um... But the but the thing is though. The hundred people who have viewed, the people who have liked. I'm not saying you like every photo, I see every Insta story, but those people are the people who we are seeing as quality rather than quantity. It doesn't matter whether it's someone I don't speak to often or anything, or whether it's someone who occasionally only likes something or comments. You know, at the end of the day, it's, it's a human who is interacting, and that's what's important. Rather than these robots and these people who are just follow you for the sake of getting more followers it's just all a load of fake Um, and I think it's just a matter of getting in touch with reality so that just leads me on to sort of say like I highly recommend you to quit social media even just for a day for a week or even try a month like I have and you'll find that it really does help you realize what you're good at just naturally and make you realize what you're using social media for and then start evaluating on how can I use social media to make things better now I am quite a creative person I like to make things like to do things like I'm making this I don't think I'd be making this podcast if it wasn't for doing that experiment and actually being a bit more confident comfortable with myself Mm. um so that's that really I'm not gonna lie this is hard doing this podcast it's so hard there's just so many different things I can cover but you know what it is all I can do is just give you what I can and be me and and that's not going to change um and that's what's also gave us confidence to just be like hey I'm going to do this (sighs) okay so let's finish there thank you very much for listening and watching I hope this has brought something (laughs) I hope so. Um, and also if you can give any reviews you can because that'll help. Um, like, subscribe, and also I have an Instagram account, which is ironic talking about all this, but I do have an Instagram account. Again, it's an Instagram account that's gonna reach goals, and that is called Screw It Lifestyle. So follow that on Instagram and there we can communicate and also send me any questions or anything you want to know. I think that's everything I need to say. So thank you very much for listening. Um, There's definitely more things I could cover, but we have many more episodes to come. Ah. Okay, I'm going to say bye for now. God, this is a long-winded bye, but I'm going to say bye for now. Thank you very much for listening. I love you all. See you in the next episode. Bye for now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, and stop.